Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere in the internet. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you are a first-time listener to this podcast, basically what I do is I compare WWE Television, Raw, SmackDown, and pay to playing fantasy sports. I know a lot of you guys play fantasy football. Basically what I try to do in this podcast is I try to give you the information to help you win fantasy wrestling pools that are basically run the same way um points with points for wins negative points for a loss bonus points for a total defense and specialty matches um i try to keep this under 15 minutes because otherwise i'll keep rambling on and um basically what i try to do real quickly is i give you three things we learned during the week they might have to do with matches i'll give you my top three fantasy studs of the week these are wrestlers that had the best week in terms of fantasy points um give you the fantasy duds these are wrestlers that had a disappointing week in terms of fantasy i give you, you my last week's picks of who i should who i started and who i sitted and basically tell you how i did for my predictions and i give you starts and sits for this upcoming week um and i end it like with something special like i like to give is the fantasy wrestling stat of the week so without further ado let's go through the three things we learned during this week they might not have to do with matches, but kind of three things you should pay attention to. Uh, number three, Bray Wyatt introduced a new character called Howdy Doody. Yeah, until Bray Wyatt actually has a match, this doesn't have really a lot of bearing on everything. Um, it might be him, it might be Bo Dallas, who knows. Until actually something actually happens with this, I stay away from this. Uh, number two, Emma came back. I'm actually going to reference her a couple times during this, this podcast. I shouldn't be, but I have to. Uh, this might be just a one and done, or this is basically just Ronda Rousey getting a nice easy win. Ronda Rousey should have crushed Emma, but there was no reason for the match to last as long as it did. But she came back. Maybe she'd be a regular. Maybe not. But I wouldn't have hopes up of trying to draft her and trying to get any points out of her. And the number one thing that we learned this week is Shayna Blazer is going to be back on TV, have a more dominant role. Basically, she attacked Natalya uh, and SmackDown. Um, after Ronda Rousey had her match, looks like Shayna Blazer's going to be like Ronda Rousey's bodyguard. I don't know how this is going to pull out, but if you have Shayna Blazer, now would be the time to jump on her. It looks like she's going to be a more consistent player on SmackDown, or at least the women's division. So if you can grab her, if you don't have a lot of depth, I would I would recommend grabbing her as soon as you can. Okay, now let's get into the top three wrestlers that had a top three fantasy studs who had a good week in terms of fantasy um, number three is Elias he got a win over Chad Gable this doesn't mean a lot but it looks like they're trying to get Elias more TV time and more wrestling time than they used to he's getting more singles matches he, as much as people love the um, promos that he does he does have to get some more wins in the singles column which he did against Chad Gable. I mean, Chad Gable is not going to get you a lot of quality points for style points for a win, but he got you a win, and it looks like Elias is going to get more momentum, more TV time, wrestling time, than promo time going forward, so that's good for Elias owners. Number two, fantasy stud of the week, is Ronda Rousey. She successfully defended her SmackDown women's title in an open invitation against Emma. I'm actually going to talk about this later. I talk about it five times during this podcast. I'm sorry about this. This week comes up. Um, 
It, it, actually, I'm kind of disappointed in Ronda Rousey in this match, and it lasted out longer than it should have. But it looks like she was toying with her. It doesn't matter. Um, Ronda Rousey should be starting every week. Now she has a title. So, um, good win for her. Good win for if you started her. And she's the, next, she's the number two fantasy stud. The number one fantasy stud of this week has to go to Omos. Now, you can say what you want about Omos. He doesn't have a lot of great skills. And Mike's skills are lacking. He's very rusty in the ring. But he has been winning every time he week, he fights every week, every other week, a handicap match, a two-on-one, a four-on-one, whatever. But if you have him, there's no reason not to start Omos every week. He is just racking up you. Not only a win, but usually most leagues has it where it's a specialty match because it's a handicap match, two-on-one. This week it was a four-on-one match. Listen, you can say you want about how about Omos, and he's actually not worth it to have him on your fantasy. But when he gets you points, as much points as probably a title points in most leagues, he's definitely worth it. And he's racking up these extra points every other week, three times a month. You know, it's just good for Onus, Omos owners. Man, that's sad to say. And it's good for you if you have him in your league. So that's that's why he's the number one fantasy seller this week because he won a 4-1 handicap match. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum is top three fantasy does. Um, these are wrestlers. They not, might not actually had a match or it's something kind of just, you know, they didn't have a good week in terms of fantasy. Uh, number three is Liv Morgan. Instead of fighting for her title, you try to extend them rivalry against Ryder Rousey. She's middling in his rivalry with Shayna Bla- or, um, Sonya Deville. Everybody knows she's clearly better than Sonya Deville. Uh, basically what happens, Sonya Deville did a promo, called out Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan attacked her in the backstage. And it looks like they're going to fight this week on SmackDown. I'm going to get to that a little bit later, but Morgan should be, she either be title picture or have something else in the Sonya Deville storyline. It's just, it doesn't look good for her character. Uh, number two is Karrion Cross. I know he won this week. I don't want anybody to argue with. Oh, he had a he did he actually had a good week of Jersey Fantasy. He actually looked very sloppy um, with his match against Madcap Moss. Um, he, that should have been a squash match. There's no reason for this to happen the way it did. It's just kind of one of those things where if if you want him to look dominant against uh, Drew McIntyre or at least have a legitimate match against him on the pay per view, he should have just. Cleared out Madcap, which didn't happen, so that looks bad for Karrion uh, Cross. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is Santos Escobar. He actually lost in his debut match, which was a six-man tag match, uh, Logano de Fantasmo against um, Top Dollar and Adonis and a mystery person, uh, Hit Row. And Hit Row had Nakamura in this match, which made no sense at all. Um, but Escobar got the loss. You can't lose your debut match. I mean, you can say what you want. I know it was a six-man tag match, but there's no reason to have you lose debut for any reason at all. Yeah, I, I don't want to get in this. I'll just talk about this forever, but you can't do this. That's why he's my number one fantasy dud of the week. Okay, so let's get into my predictions. So last week I said to start Ronda Rousey. She's not going to lose an open challenge. I was correct. She beat Emma. I said to start Baron Corbin. Um, I said with JB on his side, he is going to get some kind of winning streak. He's going to get some TV time. And I was right, and he beat Johnny Gargano. Basically, Johnny Gargano called out JBL. And long story short, 
Baron Corbin had him in a match. Baron Corbin won. He's going to go on a little bit of a roll, I think. So, I was right on that. I said to sit Vinny. I said he's not going to have a match. Or if he is, he's going to lose to Rey Mysterio. He didn't have a match at all. So, I was kind of correct on that. He didn't lose. He didn't win. But it was no match at all. I said to sit Liv Morgan. I said she's crazy now. That's indirectly what I said. And I said you can't figure out what she's going to do or who she's going to fight until she actually has a match. Well, she didn't have a match this week, so I was actually correct on that pick. So I had two right. I didn't have any wrong, and I had two where the people didn't fight at all. So I would say it's a good week. You know, you're not losing points. You're not. I mean, you're not losing any points. You're not going to get behind anybody by having a good week like that. So, okay. As for this week's predictions. Now, these week's predictions include Raw, SmackDown, and um, Crown Jewel. Um, I'm including them because I'm going to include them for the uh, podcast for next week. So, anything I say here does involve Crown Jewel paper. Now, before I get into this, I'm going to say um, the Omos Strowman match, I'm not touching um, just because I. Strowman got brought back. Almost been on a roll. I'm not touching that match. And I'm going to stay away from the Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul match just because I think there's no way Logan, Logan Paul is going to win that match. So I'm not going to take those two into consideration. But here's uh, two starts and two sits. Other people you should kind of get involved for. Okay. Number, I'm going to start Nikki A.S.H. Um, or Nikki Cross. She's going to officially change her name back probably. I think she's going to have a match against somebody this week. Probably on Raw. Um, probably against either Sky or Dakota Kai. Um, but I think Triple H changing her back to her old character, Crazy Nikki. I think she has to have one win at least this week to kind of get her character some credibility. So I think Nikki, A-S-H slash Nikki Cross, is going to beat somebody this week in Raw. I don't know exactly... Uh, but she attacked Belair and she attacked um, Bailey, so she could be a face, she could be heel, who knows. Uh, number two is I am going to start Shayna Blazer um, against Natalia. I think they're going to have a match this week. Uh, the way Shayna Blazer attacked Natalia is they're going to have a match probably this week on SmackDown. And if Shayna Blazer wants to get built up, she has to have a win. Natty eats a lot of losses, so you got to start um, Shayna Blazer. Uh, the bigger match on SmackDown this week is somebody I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit Rey Mysterio, take it on Gunther. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have to explain. There's no way Rey Mysterio is going to win this match. So I'm going to sit Rey Mysterio as much as I want to have him win. I think he can win. He's not going to win. I'm going to sit Gunther, and he is going to be hurting in that match. There's going to be a lot of chops. Um, and the last match uh, I am going to pick, I'm going to pick all of Judgment Day. Um Basically, they are fighting a three-on-three uh, three match against the uh, OC at uh, Crown Jewel. And I think Judgment Day is going to lose because um, Gallows and Anderson have complained that they have a real Ripley problem, but they found a solution for it. So I think whoever the solution is, I don't know who it is, doesn't matter. I think they're going to interfere in the match and get them a win by distracting Rhea Ripley. So I think Judgment Day is going to eat a loss. Um, Baylor, Dominic, and uh, Priest. So I'm going to... I don't think they're going to have a match in Raw. They might, but this is more in general for the pay-per-view. But So I'm still going to sit them. So real quick, I'm going to start Nikki SH. 
slash cross. I'm going to start uh, Shayna Blazer. I'm going to sit Rey Mysterio, and I'm going to sit Judgment Day. As for the Fantasy Wrestling set of the week, um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but R-Truth beat The Miz on Raw. Um, basically, the whole Miz has to make a truth of what um, Dexter Loomis is mad at him about. He didn't make an announcement. R-Truth came out. They had a match. Anyways, R-Truth won. And it's R-Truth's first singles win other than 24-hour, 24-7 matches, which nobody really can keep track of what's a win and what's a loss, since 2-27-20, which was the Super Showdown pay-per-view. Yeah, that says the tongue twister. And actually, there was a gauntlet match. This was actually the last time he actually won more than two matches in a row. He actually won three matches in a row. Um, he beat Bobby Lashley, Adane, and I can't read my Henry Field, and Theory. So he actually did win three matches in a row. Um, so this is actually the last time they actually won more than you know two in a singles match. Our um, truth is not a guy who's going to have many more singles matches. His career is pretty much winding down. He basically fills time. Um, I stay away from our truth since the twenty four seven title is kind of sketchy, anyways, and that's kind of out of the picture. Stay away from our truth. Um, that's it for this week. Remember, if you have any questions, you can hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. Um, you can't spell wintry without W-I-N and enjoy the crown jewel pay-per-view this weekend. Well, six days from now, whenever you get this. And, um, I hope you guys enjoy, um, Drew McIntyre against Karrion Cross in the steel cage, which should be very entertaining. Um, I'm not going to pre- make a prediction on that because they both need the match. So who knows how that's going to go. And, um, thank you for listening and I hope you guys listen to the, previous podcast and I hope you guys can just see how close my predictions were. Okay, thank you. Bye.